Welcome back to another exciting week in the Web3 universe. I'm your host, The Mayor, and you're listening to the best NFT media-nominated NFT and Chill podcast, the show that discusses interesting topics with artists, creators, and thought leaders from the Web3 space. On this week's episode, we'll be talking with Fiddy, founder of Apocalyptic Apes, and we'll be diving into the topic of community building in Web3. So sit back and chill while we explore the exciting world of NFTs and Web3 together. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey, and we're back. Who I have with me today is Fiddy, founder of Apocalyptic Apes. Fiddy, you want to give yourself an introduction? Absolutely. So I go by Bill Starkov. That's my birth name. Actually, it's Vladimir. That's my birth name. And then I came from Ukraine. So I came out as a little kid and I go by Fiddy ETH on uh, Twitter. F-I-T-Y-E-T-H. Excellent. Excellent. How did you get started in Web3 in the NFT space? I thought I was doing crypto. I really wasn't. I was just buying some Ethereum. I was in high-end real estate. I still am. I've developed. And uh, when I realized a lot of my projects were going to slow down or shut down, just stumbled on NFTs and I absolutely fell in love. I mean, this is what I was born to do. Yeah, I get that. Transition from crypto. That's kind of a mainstay here in the Web3 space. Let's get into some community building for our listeners. Absolutely. It's, it's a great subject, actually. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, for sure. I mean, especially in Web3. I mean, it doesn't even have to be with NFT projects. You know, it's a very new world and people are needing to build communities. Absolutely. And uh, that's what I did in real life. I built communities. I built in communities. I built real estate in communities. I built apartment buildings in communities. I built contractors, developers, engineers. I put people together and I was pretty good at it. I still am. I, when I got into this space, I got involved in a few projects and I realized what was missing. True community, not just people saying, wag me, we're all going to make it. That's not it. What's really community is about listening to people, understanding each other's needs and understanding what NFTs do and what they are. When I got involved, I was really strong on putting people together, the right people, letting people go, bringing in new people. Because community building is not about, okay, we got a team, let's just do it. It's about making modifications, making adjustments, Twitter spaces, clubhouse, IRL events, you name it. My community's strong. We're there for each other. Yeah, I find that when Mob3 started, people thought it was going to be very impersonal because we're all behind PFPs and the metaverse and all that. But it's really become more personal. The relationships that people are building and, and even IRL events are, you know, incredible. And people are excited to go to them and just so they can meet each other. I, that's different than people thought in the beginning. 100%. They're very trusting relationships. They're true relationships. It's just an amazing place of network. What I'm realizing, it's just starting. Like a lot of people are worrying about crashes or this or that. We haven't even touched the peak. Like not even like, I think we're about 6% here. Yeah, we're so early. And, and I know that gets repeated and it's been repeated for the last year, but it, it's true. I mean, the space is so disorganized. God forbid, but there's no regulation just very early. It's the PFP and, and the artwork, but the technology is so much more. Like you said, 6%. There's so little people involved in the future, essentially. I got a call from a major, major Web2 company I'm working with right now. And they want to build the NFT projects. They want to build a community. They think they're going to put a website up and people are going to buy their NFT. 
I know, isn't that wild? I consulted on a, f- a firm was trying to come into the space. I'm like, are you going to have somebody who's going to be able to be in Twitter spaces and <laughs> Discord? And they were like, what is what is that? I'm like, there's a big disconnect from Web 2 and Web 3. I mean, there are some similarities, but Twitter space is a big deal right now. I'll tell you, so Web 2 was really putting content out there. Just you put it out and people come. Web 3 is putting content out, but also engaging. So it's a lot more personal. It's different. It's very unique. Yeah, 100%. And you know what? People want to hear people's stories and like why they're doing something, why they're making this art, why they're creating this project. I think the biggest thing of Web3, why we're so attracted to it, loving it, being here, is because we're all a little bit imperfect. Like every one of us has something. It doesn't matter what it is or who it is. And this space doesn't see it, doesn't care about it. It's accepting. When you're going to college or you're going for a big job, something, you're like really worried about this, worried about that. You don't have that here. You could be yourself. Yeah, I love that. And it's also like anybody can get into the space, carve out something for themselves. A hundred percent. I have a 13-year-old that was on my team when we first built Apocalyptic Apes. He was probably smarter than 70% of the rest of the team. <laughs> for sure. Even a few people on the team were really freaked out. They're like, I'm not going to listen to a 13-year-old. I said, why not? He's smarter than you. They said, why would you say that to me? I go, probably because he's smarter than me too. I mean, this kid knows what the metaverse is. He's been playing on Roblox for probably 10 years. Right. Yeah. And that's the other thing. I don't don't know how old you are, but we had video games for sure. But I see kids two, three years old that have iPad. Kids are definitely in tune with what's going on. I have three little girls, eight, nine, and three, and they are playing with 10 different friends. They're buying stuff on Roblox. They're taking things. They're walking into places. They are doing what we want to do. They're doing what the board apes are, have planned for us. They've been doing it for years. What tips would you have for somebody who is building a community? Some marketing tips as well. Yeah, that's funny because people ask me that. I, I got a call actually, and I, I had a guy that asked me the exact same question about two days ago. And I usually stay away from answering those because people don't want to do the work. I said, listen, if you want to sell a project out, you're going to go on Discord. You're going to go on Twitter spaces. You're going to go on Clubhouse. You're going to tweet. You're going to retweet. You're going to go on Instagram. You're going to go on Snapchat. You'll probably do some TikTok. And then you're going to hire people to help you. Then you're going to hate them. You're going to fire them. You're going to bring some new people. Then you're not going to eat right. You're not going to sleep well. But then you're going to look for influencers. You're going to hate the influencers because they're not good enough. You're going to find a new one. And you're going to keep doing this over and over and over till you sell out. And then when you sell out, that's when the work begins. And people don't want to hear that because they think it's easy, but it's not. It's hard work. And that is the perfect answer. Like you said, people think it's simple or they can, you know, just breeze through it. And it's so much more. And so many people come into the space and they're in for maybe a few weeks, maybe, or even sometimes a few days and they want to create a project. And it's like, there's a ton of work just to get yourself to the sellout and then to maintain it as well. And that's probably why there's so many rug pulls. Well, I think the rug pulls are A, there's some really bad people in the space. There are some bad apples. And B, there's some people who go and sell out. And then when they sell out, they get a lot of pressure from the community and they don't know what to do. They don't know how to deliver. They promised all this stuff. But how do you deliver on something where you don't think you're going to actually sell out? But you do. You're like, have no business experience, no idea how to do this. And the community is like, when, when, when Lambo, when money, when crypto, when, when everything. Yeah. So I think a lot of people rug this project because they don't have business experience and they're young and they're immature about it. And I wish that didn't happen. But what I recommend to people that are investing, don't buy any NFTs. Go into a community, find who the dev is, find find the creator, find the founder, talk to the mods, talk to people, hang out for a while. Don't have FOMO. That's how you don't lose money. 
100% do not have FOMO in the space. For one, that's how you lose money in a sense of maybe just the NFT doesn't do well. But it's also how people get scammed a lot is FOMO and moving too quickly. 100%. 100%. One of the things I tell people, get yourself a ledger. Understand about clicking on links. Understand about going in discords and getting a message that the board apes are minting today. They're not minting today. The doodles are not minting today. Cyberkongs are not minting today. You're getting scammed. But people get so much excitement, they feel like they're getting ahead of the game. They're winning. And uh, I'll be honest with you, that didn't work for Charlie Sheen, that word. I don't think it's going to work for anybody else. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. Another thing is, is the opportunities aren't going to end. There's going to be more opportunities down the road. That's why you really don't have, you know, move at lightning speed in this space. They pop up out of nowhere, like moonbirds. They pop up and they're going to keep coming. Well, moonbirds is a unique thing because moonbirds are part of a collective. They get two free mints in the collective. So for those people that are in there, it means two free mints. They just made themselves 60 ETH. That's great. But those other people that are sitting there watching the sidelines buying in at 30 are probably not making the best decision. Not financial advice. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you got to say that. For sure. Final question here. Where do you see the space going? And this is just an opinion of yours. I really see the space going to the next level. I think this is, uh, like we say, we're early, early, early. I think this is AOL dial-up right now. I think you have to plug your phone in to get a ringtone. That's what the MetaMask is. That's what the Trust Wallet is. I think there's going to be a mass adoption with Web2 and Web3. I think you're going to see passports. I think you're going to see driver's licenses. I think you're going to see a lot of documentation. I think you're going to see a lot of utility here in Web3. And I think it's not just about the PFP. It's about the community. Buying an NFT is an entrance into a country club, a private school. And if people understand that and they could be with like-minded people, this will be the next Soho house for people. This is the next level of entertainment, IRL, concerts, etc. Absolutely. I love that. I, uh, I appreciate you coming on, man. This is a real pleasure. And you want to let people know where to find you and what you have going on? We've got two projects. They're both on OpenSea. ApocalypticApes.com is our website. You can find me on Twitter. Uh, it's at uh, FiddyEath. There's no dot. Twitter won't allow dots. We're on Twitter spaces. My community is amazing. I have a great women-led project called Queen Apes right now with some of the best women in the space leading it. I've got uh, Jillian Valentine, Catherine Boychick, Australian, and uh, Lisa Joe, some of the smartest women in space. You could always find our spaces. I probably have a Twitter space going on right now. I appreciate you coming on NFT and chill. Thank you so much for having me. Have a wonderful week. Be safe. Don't click Thank on links. And that's it for this week's show. I want to thank my guest, Fiddy, for coming on and discussing community building with us. It's always an interesting topic, and it's good to get opinions from different sources. Asking community members, especially ones that leave a community and getting their feedback, is a great asset as well. I want to give a special thank you to everyone who voted for NFT and Chill for Best NFT Media for the NFT NYC Awards. This is an incredible feat. I'm absolutely blown away and so grateful for everyone's support. We're up against some awesome shows. So if you want to send the NFT and Chill podcast to New York, I'll leave the link in the show notes. Voting ends, I think, at 5 o'clock Eastern, June 1st. Also, go check out Wendrop. The site has got some upgrades. The NFT and Chill podcast is in the community section. Jump in the Discord. There's some really awesome people building something very special over there. 
and make sure you're subscribed. Drop some reviews because we got some awesome shows coming. We got some incredible guests, interesting topics, and you don't want to miss it. I'm the mayor, and you've been listening to the NFT and Chill Podcast.